University's Ashish Jha tells CBS this morning lives will be lost in the new COVID surge. I tell people anybody who gets infected now and dies is somebody who would have been who would have gotten a vaccine two three months from now. Yesterday was the second deadliest day for COVID deaths in the U.S. since the pandemic began. President-elect Biden will meet with workers and small businesses struggling to survive the pandemic. Mr. Biden is getting pushback over some of his cabinet choices. CBS's Ed O'Keefe. CBS News has confirmed that the transition office is preparing to meet soon with the leaders of civil rights organizations, including the NAACP and the Urban League, who are increasingly concerned about the lack of diversity in some of the president-elect's top positions. Former FBI Director James Comey has a new job. CBS's Maria Garcia has details from Manhattan. Comey will be teaching at New York's prestigious Columbia Law School starting next year. His course, Lawyers and Leaders, will be offered starting in January for the spring semester. President Trump fired Comey in 2017 for ending the investigation into Hillary Clinton's email server. This morning, the UN Commission for Narcotic Drugs voted to reclassify cannabis as a less dangerous drug. Right now, it gets the same billing as heroin. And if you've wondered whether legalization is making our roads more dangerous, CBS's Nancy Chen has the answer. Researchers say the CBD part of cannabis does not affect driving ability. But the study in the Journal of the American Medical Association finds the intoxicating ingredient THC does cause mild impairment and the effects last up to four hours. In New York City tonight, they'll flip the switch and light up the Rockefeller Center Christmas tree. For the first time, the ceremony is closed to the public because of the pandemic. This is CBS News. These days, better nutrition and stronger immunity are essential. That's why Eggland's Best gives you and your family more so we can all be at our very best. Only Eggland's Best. What's in store this holiday at your local Staples? Decking the halls with custom cards and invitations. Staples makes connecting with clients and loved ones easy. With hundreds of holiday templates you can customize and call your own. And now for a limited time, get 50% off select custom cards and invitations. Some can even be printed same day. So deck the halls for less this year at Staples. Shop in store or order online. Ends 12-5-20. Limit one. Visit staples.com slash holiday cards or store for details. I'm Dr. Stork. Today, stronger immunity and better nutrition are more important than ever. That's why Eggland's Best gives you and your family more. Compared to ordinary eggs, Eggland's Best provides six times more vitamin D and ten times more vitamin E, all helping you maintain a strong immune system and better overall health. Plus, you get all that farm-fresh, delicious taste. These are no ordinary times, so why choose an ordinary egg? Only Eggland's Best. Better taste, better nutrition, better eggs. It's a baby born from a decades-old frozen embryo. WVLT-TV's Gwendolyn Duker spoke to her parents. The procedure didn't just give the couple a new title. Their children each have one of their own. We didn't realize until, I guess until it made the news that it was kind of a big thing. Baby Molly is breaking a record for the longest time an embryo has been frozen. Her debut, 27 years. A milestone for science and the doctors at the National Embryo Donation Center in West Knoxville made it all happen. We started this program in 2003, so the word has spread to most of the fertility clinics around the United States. People Magazine toasts its people of the year. We just need to hang together a bit longer. Dr. Anthony Fauci makes the cut, so does George Clooney. In our galaxy alone, there are billions of stars. He gets a nod for his acting and advocacy work, so does Regina King. Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News. 
We've all heard it. Eat healthy. But what does eating healthy mean? Sure, there are countless diets out there, but they contradict each other. Yet all experts agree we should eat a diet rich in fruits and vegetables. Whole fruits and vegetables are the perfect fuel to power the cells in your body, giving you the stamina you need to handle your day-to-day -day activities. And that's what Balance of Nature is. Whole fruits and vegetables delivered to you in a convenient capsule form for only 22 cents a serving. Our proprietary blend has no additives or fillers, just the full nutritional value of 31 different fruits and vegetables. Balance of Nature provides you with a natural energy boost without a caffeine crash, a 3 o'clock slump, or an early bedtime. Experience the Balance of Nature difference for yourself by going to balanceofnature.com or by calling 1-800-2468-751 and use discount code FRUITS. Better than any alarm, post-morning workout reward gets you through the this could have been an email meeting meal is yours at McDonald's. Mix and match two of your breakfast favorites, like the crispy chicken biscuit, crispy chicken McGriddles, or sausage McMuffin with egg for just $4, only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Prices and participation may vary. Limited time only. Single item at regular price. Valid when product served. Have you heard of Project Rise? Are you a parent in Athens, Meigs, Perry, or Vinton counties? We provide internships, job shadowing, work study, transition planning, and graduation coaching. All students and parents have free access to these resources. For more information, please find us on Facebook at AMESC Project Rise. There are numerous free events and resources that you need to know about. Act now. Project Rise will help you with your future after high school. Follow us on Facebook at AMESC Project Rise. My part-time service in the Army National Guard makes it possible for me to be more for the community I call home. I'm a better neighbor because my service has taught me how important it is to be a team player. My training helps me in my classes when I give attention to detail to the task at hand. My service in the Army National Guard allows me to keep my country safe from threats. Learn more about how you too can live and serve part-time by visiting NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Ohio Army National Guard. Aired by the Ohio Association of Broadcasters and this station. Wednesday. Corn dogs and regular hot dogs, 99 cents each. Open 10.30 a.m. until 9 p.m. Head on over to Larry's Dog House at 410 West Union Street in Athens. Rutland Bottle Gas here. If it's propane, we do it. Residential service, commercial cylinder exchange, residential 100-pound cylinder exchange, auto gas, commercial bulk service, agriculture applications, and many more propane-related services that are too many to mention. We service northern West Virginia and many counties in central and southern Ohio. Give us a call at our Rutland location at 740-742-2511 or our Plains location at 740-797-4675 or you can visit us at rutlandbottlegas.com. Our 71st year of service to Southeast Ohio. AM 970 and 97.1 FM. Alice Stowe's still around and... Uh showing 31 degrees at the moment, but it's supposed to, but it's supposed to, excuse me there a moment ago, uh, climb up to 41, so I think we'll get a bit of melting. 
we look ahead this week, tomorrow a high of 44, Friday 42, Saturday 40, and so on. And tonight they light the tree, I think, at Rockefeller Center. If I'm not mistaken, and uh, I came across a, a thing last night. I don't know what channel I was on, but I was... Uh, Anyway, they they were showing um, different unusual trees that are erected for the holidays. And, uh, the, the, you know, the mechanics of bringing them down and then putting them back up inside some building. or And then they had another one that was all made out of, um, well, basically structural steel. And a choir appears on... Um, Instead of decorating it with decorations, it's it's uh, human bodies, a, a choir, a children's choir that um, probably several hundred of them fill up all the spaces. Really? Well, anyway. Good morning, folks. Welcome. And today is the second day of December. Um, let's see here. Just a little bit of a buzz in my headphones, and I'm trying to make sure it's not actually on the air, but I think I think it's not. Okay. Um, today is, as I said, Wednesday. No, I guess I hadn't said that, but it is Wednesday. What I did say was December 2nd. And um, let's see here. This is the 337th day, if I'm not mistaken, which means there's, what, uh, 29 left, I guess. In terms of a highlight in history, we go back to the year 1982, when on December 2nd, in the first operation of its kind, doctors at the University of Utah Medical Center implanted a permanent artificial heart in the chest of a retired dentist whose name was Dr. Barney Clark, who lived 112 days with the device. Hmm. Scott, let's, uh, let's just do a little Googling here. Okay. Good morning, by Good the morning. way. Good morning. The artificial heart. Yes. You know, I don't... You hear of heart transplants. Yes. But have they, have they given up on this concept of an artificial heart? Um, I think so. I think I, I, I you kinda, don't hear I, of it very much anymore. I faintly remember the talk back in the 80s of it. But um, I, like you said, I haven't heard much about it in years. Let's see. So let's Google in there. Well, apparently it is. It is made by Syncardia. Currently available in the U.S., it's meant to be a temporary fix temporary. Okay. while patients wait for a heart transplant. Ah, okay. And in Dr. Barney Clark's case, it says, uh, who lived 112 days with the device, maybe... Okay, so look up this Dr. Barney Clark thing. Did he receive then eventually a donated heart? Um, or did he pass after 112? Well, I think from the reading of that, as I read it earlier, apparently he passed with that artificial heart. But 
as I look here further, I, I ask the question, how long can a person live with an artificial heart? It is designed to last up to five years and be used in patients who are not eligible for a human transplant or those waiting for one. Mm-hmm. Larger than normal human heart, it is not suitable for some women and children. Okay, now, Dr. Barney Clark, right? Okay. Okay. That's who we were talking about. Right. Oh, I see. You're digging him further. Yeah. Uh, Let's see. He passed 112 days after becoming the world's recipient of a... So he passed. Yes. Okay. Of a permanent artificial heart. They implanted the Jarvik 7 into Dr. Clark. Oh, I remember that name. Yep. So evidently, the the idea of having a permanent, or for the rest of your lifetime, artificial heart with an ex, with an, any kind of normal ex, life expectancy, they've abandoned that. Uh, well, they're saying that they can last up to five years anyway, according to the new ones that are being... Okay. Produced. Interesting. Yeah. Well, anyway. I still remember the doctor's name that did the first human heart transplant. I think it was Dr. Christian Barnard. I think you're right. I remember that name as well. Let's see here. What else do we have? Oh, my. This goes on to say that Dr. Clark suffered considerably from complications and the discomfort of having compressed air pumped in and out of his body. Mm. Mm. All right. Well, we can look at some birthdays here. Um, let's see. Former Attorney General Edwin Meese is 89. Former Senator Harry Reid from Nevada is 81. Kathy Lee Crosby, actress, 76. Uh, Penelope Spheris, um, who is uh, a movie director, 75. Actor Ron Raines, 71. I'm looking, looking, looking to see here. Stone Phillips, broadcast journalist, right? 66. Um, Actor Stephen Bauer, 64. Now we've got a bunch of musicians, like, uh, oh, here's an example. Rick Savage, who was Death Leopard, right? 60. Um, One of the loudest concerts I ever went to. <laughs> you know, um, <laughs> some of those are really awful. <clears throat> I, um, I have an app on my phone. That reads uh, decibel levels. Oh, yeah. Um, and uh, I've been to, um, really, since I've had that app, probably two concerts where the levels were um, considered dangerous by the phone's app. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I was sitting in a suite 
at uh, Nationwide Arena. And, you know, when you're in those suites, you have the glass enclosures on each side. And yeah. when that noise comes in, it doesn't escape very well like it would be if you were out in the general population mm. or the general seating area. So I'm sure that had something to do with it as well. But, I mean, it was good, but wow. <laughs> now, if you asked me to name a song they did, I couldn't. I, I, there's just not a group I particularly followed at all. How about pour some sugar on me? Um, <laughs> I'm sorry, it doesn't doesn't ring a bell for me. But uh, I'm sure if I heard it, I'd say, oh, yeah, yeah. A photograph is another one. Well, that sounds a little more familiar. Okay. Anyway. Getting warmer. <laughs> as is the coffee. Yes, um, my tea. Yeah. Well, let's see. Let's go through back to these birthdays. Uh, <clears throat> Lucy Liu. Oh, yeah. One of the newer Charlie's Angels 50, in the movie. 52. Was she stunning? Um, let's see. Tennis, Monica Sells. 47. Britney Spears, 39. Um, Jonna Kramer, Kramer is 37. Act, um, she's both an actor and singer, or actress and singer. Daniel Rua, Rua actor, 37. Aaron Rodgers from football, right? NFL? Yes, um, Green 30, Bay Packers. 37 as well. <clears throat> Youngest person listed. It, it says actors, Dina and Daniela Canterman are 28. Uh, evidently sisters, right? Yeah, that, that's what it would appear. All right. Well, I don't know. I... I overslept this morning, folks, so my degree of preparedness is um, not its customary self, and yet I have a ton of material here. So let's, let's just get into it. Uh, today is National Special Education Day. December 2nd is. It's National Mutt Day, M-U-T-T, -T, so like a dog, right? Mm-hmm. Of a of mixed breed. Oh, I hadn't thought about it. Yeah. But that's the more accurate definition, eh? Mutt. Yes. We had a dog when All... I was a kid. We named it Muttley because we couldn't tell what breed it was. Well, Super cool dog. Both my guys are mutts then. <laughs> that's cool. They are cool, too. I, I, that just never had occurred to me, but it makes perfect sense yeah, now. Yeah, your dogs are cool. Oh, mercy. Very cool. You know, you've been blessed with some good pets, mm -hmm. great pets. Yeah, and it's funny because I, okay, so, you see, I don't want to have this sound real wimpy or anything, but uh, folks, as you may know, uh, my wife has been doing a California trip. And um, uh, 
she's been out there over a month, and we have another. It, it'll end up being almost two months. She comes back December tenth. Um. And um, you know, I'm I don't do well alone. <laughs> oh. All our neighbors and friends know that um, they've been helping me out and, you know, dinner and stuff like that. Um, but the the guys, and and one's a male and one's a female, they're, are dogs, are mutts. <laughs> uh, I don't know if I could have done nearly as well without them uh, through this stretch. Uh, they are just so cool. Oh, yeah. Well, as you probably heard and me I've say, even, oh, on Pet of the Week or yeah. Pooch Patrol, they make wonderful companions. Oh, my. And, you know, the other thing is uh, I get this email from Pet Finder or something like that. Mm -hmm. Yep. And almost daily. And it's uh, got a picture of uh, we've selected one or two that you might like. And man, I've looked at those more seriously in the last month or so. <laughs> <laughs> Tugging at the old heartstrings, aren't uh, they? Yeah. Yep. Anyway, let's see. What else here? National Fritters Day. Mm. Make mine apple, please. Okay, so that's kind of like uh, one of those uh, uh, pastries that has a lot of cinnamon and a lot of um, um, icing. And... Yep. and Okay. Sometimes with a fruit filling with, with, or... With the fruit flavor built in. Yep. Or yeah. corn fritters. Oh. They've even no. had potato fritters. Oh, no. Wait a minute. Oh, they're good. Where do you get those? Well, you can make them, well, but you I can know. also... I, I don't know if I got them here locally or not. I would try one. I yeah, they are good. I I've had one. Yeah, I think it was like a specialty store, like a donut shop, something like that. Okay. But yeah, you try one if you like potatoes. I can eat potatoes just about anyway. <laughs> French fried, deep fried, mashed, had a boiled, nice, baked. Had a nice one last night out at uh, the cafe in uh, Albany. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, I hope they don't mind my talking this way. Um, I like liver and onions. I have since I was a small child. Now, that's one of those things that I think most people say, you either like it or you don't. <laughs> yep. There's not too much a gray area in between. Yep. But my mother used to fix <clears throat> it wonderfully. And um, the, the, or the cafe out in the, uh, the old school there in Albany. Oh, yeah. Um, they have liver and onions and awesome, but I had a wonderful baked potato there last night too. Okay. Let's see. Where was I? Um, Fritters. That's where you were. Yeah. Okay. National package protection day. Yeah. Boy, if ever there's been a, a time when this has been, um, an issue, I've heard of a couple people that have other jobs, but have taken on additional jobs delivering stuff. And even for, like, um, UPS. Uh, because there are so many people 
more than customary. Uh, they're always strained at this time of year, but they're even beyond that because of the COVID uh, concerns. So more people are doing, uh, what do you call it, electronic ordering and... Online ordering. Thank you. Yep. Um, so there's more need for delivery people. And even UPS is having people deliver in their own personal vehicles. Really? Yeah. I hadn't been aware of that. And they've hired a variety of... Just for the season, additional people. And that's one example. I, For all I know, DHL and all the others are doing the same thing. But, yeah, um, likely. So, now I don't know if they're wearing UPS attire. I, I kind of, you know, you hear about people stealing packages. And that's what this is referring to, that package protection day. Porch pirates is what they refer to them. But what if someone drives up and delivers a package and they're in civilian clothes, in civilian car? You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. It's just the opposite. Yep. And Uh, and you you would think they would have some kind of identification, wouldn't you? Yeah, I'm sure. Like a hang tag or something like that. Well, anyway, we've been through today's this and today's that. Well, if I can add something to that, too, about the porch pirates, okay. you know, please, if you see something, say something, folks. Um, you know, if your neighbors get a package delivery, he might be a good neighbor, do a neighborly thing, and maybe take a peek or two over there. And here's another thing, too. I've heard in the Columbus area, bigger city areas, that these porch pirates as sinister and as evil as this is, they follow these delivery trucks around and they wait for the delivery to be made. They wait for the delivery truck to leave and then they go up and swipe the packages before the people who order them have even seen them put on their porch. So that's some of the things it's gotten to not to make folks paranoid or anything like that but that is the reality of it as john rhodes and i used to say just keeping it real so please be uh, aware of that if you're having packages delivered i my mind is so goofy this morning (laughs) in a good way you know (laughs) <laughs> if I tried to do that, I'd probably end up with a box of colostomy bags. <laughs> or diapers or something. Yeah, you know what I mean? <laughs> Rather than something cool. Yeah, like a a, a Zoombot or something that <laughs> sweeps your floor automatically. Uh, folks. Uh, <laughs> or iRobot, I guess they're called. Do your part, please. Yes. To prevent this from happening. Please be vigilant. Yes. There's uh, whether it's colostomy bags or whatever, <laughs> they're important to shoe, that person. Shoe inserts. Something like that. Oh, what'd you get, Dave? Shoe inserts. <laughs> okay. You got a package of caramel corn. <laughs> well, actually, I wouldn't mind that. Yeah, you probably wouldn't. <laughs> oh, boy. Where go, are we going were, this They morning? were inside with it. Let's do our stats. <laughs> oh, what'd you say? They might have been inside with the colostomy bags and the diapers. There, the caramel corn, too. Oh, all in the same package? Yeah. I doubt that. So at least you would get a little bonus out of that. Okay. 
The show's falling apart, isn't it? Um, it's a free-for-all. Okay. So the uh, statistics uh, as of today. And technically, of course, they're all as of 2 p.m. yesterday. In Athens, we now have 490 active cases. We're speaking of COVID, of course. Uh, the total since it all began, and in Athens it began on March 12th. Uh, we've had a total now of 2,129 cases. Now, first off, 1,639 of those people have recovered. That's 77% of those that have had it. There goes my phone. <laughs> Boy, that's a wild ringtone you got there. Uh, That'll get your attention. That's Modern Family's theme song. On, oh, yeah? On, uh, what is it, ABC? Yeah. That is someone who knows that I'm on the air. It's a fellow staff member. I'm trying to figure out why they'd be calling no. me now. Yeah. yeah. Okay, <clears throat> let's keep going here. So, we were just speaking of... 1,639 have recovered in Athens County. That's 77% of the cases thus far. There have been, of course, four deaths. Um, we have, um, of the 490 active cases, 89 are in a hospital. And 401 are recovering at their homes. But just yesterday, 35 new cases. Okay, Ohio. O-H. I-O. Okay. Um, as of yesterday, the state of Ohio hit 430,000 93 cases. Uh, if you're blending that against the state's population, that is 3.68%. So 3.5% of the state uh, has, are dealing with a case, okay? Uh, how, how does 430,000 represent against the day before. That's a growth of 9,030 cases since yesterday. Well, I should say the day before, but anyway. Um, now, of the 430,000, <clears> 149,000 are active. Of those, 4,729 are in an ICU setting in a hospital. 22,000, almost 23, are in a hospital, but not the ICU. We have um, 115,000 recovering at home 
Now remember, Athens numbers are included in, of course, the state of Ohio. But now let's see here. How many deaths now? In the state of Ohio, as of yesterday, 6548. That's 1.5% of those that got it. Not of the state's population, but simply of the 430,000 people that have had it or still have it. We've had 6,500 deaths which is one and a half percent of that group. I know all this stuff is frightening, but on the other hand, if you think of statistics, uh, at least for me, there's a little bit of comfort there. Um, but maybe I'm weird. Well, of course I'm weird. <laughs> But you know what I mean. Okay, now, the nation, okay? I'm sorry. Yeah, no, we're having fun. Yeah. On a fun, on a not-so-fun topic. Okay, the United States. Yesterday, at 2 p.m., how many cases had the U.S. had since it began here in February, early February? We've now hit the mark of 14 million 46,293. Of that group, 276,000 have died. That's 1.9%. Of the 14,000, I'm sorry, 14 million cases that have occurred thus far, currently, 5,482,844 are active. And 8,287,295 8, are considered recovered. So how many new cases were there just yesterday in the U.S.? Uh, 225,106. <clears throat> now, yesterday, how many new cases were there in the, in the nation? 73,000. So we jumped from 73,000 to 225,000. And, you know, some of this is speculated on, or they think, you know, the Thanksgiving get-togethers. It takes a couple days for that to show up. Yep. Or even longer at times. Yeah. Do we need to do the world, do you think? Sure. Okay. Yeah. It doesn't take that long. So there's 7,684,000,000 people living in the world. No, I, that's a figure I failed to update. There's, there's 7.8 billion people in, in, the, in the world. You, know, you can never put a precise number on it because every moment someone dies or is born, if you know what I mean. Yep. Okay. 
in the world, the first case showed up on November 19th of last year. So, in the world, we had new cases yesterday, 622... Yeah, new cases yesterday, 622,290. Now, just not to, not to, whatever, but, so a third of the new cases yesterday are attributed to the United States. All right. Well, let's go back there. Uh, 12, uh, yeah, uh, worldwide, 12,379 deaths. Those are new deaths. Total death rate stands at one point, almost 1.5 million people. There are also a recovery rate of 44 Point three million people. All right. I guess that's good enough. Now let's put this one over there. Now I brought in. Uh, let's see here. I brought in several reports. Of course. It's, it's, uh, we won't be able to do all of them today, so we can set these some of these aside for later. So I have a report inside the, the best and worst cities for singles, right? I guess that means dating and so that sort of thing. I, I think that one can wait. Okay, the most charitable states... Um, for the upcoming year, 2021. Um, I think that's worth doing, but maybe not today. Um, I've got another report here that is entitled 2020 States with the Best Elder Abuse Protections. Okay, elder abuse. Um I'm just kind of amazed that it even exists, but it yeah. does. Unfortunately. And um, anyway, given the demographics of this show, I thought it might be worth touching on. But first, we do have a caller, and, and then I have some other stuff to share with you, too. Good morning. Good morning. Hi. I love the banter between you two. <laughs> okay. And you said you achieved it, this, in my estimation, this morning to the utmost. You wanted humor injected into your show. And that's why you brought on that crazy thing with that doctor, I mean, that football thing in there. Oh, Art Turf. Art Turf, I can never... <laughs> just just think on what they play on. They play on artificial turf. Football. Oh, yeah. And did you notice that his brother, who's also a coach at another school, is Nat Turf? Natural turf. Yeah, see? Boy, I picked up on that very fast, didn't I? This time? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, anyway, you said that the reason you wanted to always put those on is we need humor. Well, this morning you provided it in, in 
bushel full. Uh, how did I do that? I don't. Colostomy bags. Oh yes, yeah. <laughs> and that, and the, and the, um, what is it? The caramel corn and everything. <laughs> I was rolling over here. You know that that was wonderful. I, I really appreciated it, and I wanted to tell you, that's the way I like humor, not artificial turf or. Oh, well, like I like art, too. No, well, that's okay yeah. for those that like it. But we, we, you know, no two people are the same. I know. And uh, we do our best out here to tr- try to provide a little bit that everybody would like at some point. Right, and I'm glad you decorated your house for Christmas. A little bit. Yes. It, 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 I haven't I... done, uh, there's two or three things I haven't done that I normally do, and I'll be getting around to them, but... Ran out of time this weekend. Plus, I'm working alone, you know? Right, and the, and the weather was great, too. For mm-hmm. Or you had to do it by last Saturday or Sunday. I guess Sunday was the last nice day. Sunday was the day I did most yeah. of it. But keep me laughing, and I'll keep listening. <laughs> okay, fair enough. <laughs> Thanks a lot. Thank you. Thank Bye. you. Bye-bye. Um, let's see here. We've been known to do that. But, I mean... You know, what if you steal a box off a porch? Yeah. And you go home and you, you're you all gleeful about, oh, this could be something. Yeah. And you open it up and it's colostomy bags. Yeah, a clunker box. This is like picking door number one on Let's Make a Deal, thinking it's the big prize. And you open it up and you hear that song that was on The Price is Right when you get a da 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 then it goes <laughs> that's what would happen you know some people have invented this might make our listener laugh a little bit too some boxes that have nasty smelly stinky vulgar odors in them so when the porch pirates run off with them and they open them up in the car. They reek bad. Is he over there? Uh, yeah, he's talking. Okay, uh, ha- have him come over here in a minute. Okay. So um, that's that's one way that uh, people are battling back for these porch pirates that have had repeated things like that happen. They start putting boxes out, nicely wrapped, look like they've been delivered by... A delivery company, but when they open them up, they just they have a mechanism in them that when you open it, it just <laughs> it releases that nasty odor, and it's really difficult to get rid of. You know, like a skunk stink or something like that. My oh my! Good morning, you're on the air. Tickety poo. Tickety poo. Hey. Hi. Yeah, me and Art got something in common. <laughs> What's that? Our voices. <laughs> Back down there in that there state of West Virginia, you know. Oh, oh, now I'm following you. Oh, your your dialect. Dialect. Is that yeah. where you're getting? Yeah, at? yeah. They when I first moved here, they they made so much fun of me. Cause I'd say five and nine and pie, and they say what's pie? <laughs> Three point one four. Yeah. March fourteenth. <laughs> now I uh. No, I've, I've seen on on YouTube where they've got the people fixing the boxes for them snatchers. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they open them up, they'll explode on them. Mm. And stuff will pop out on them like, I don't know, uh, 
whipped cream or something white like. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the um, with my luck, <laughs> we'd put it out there and then forget and be thrilled it was a box that had arrived and open it up and get clobbered by our own devices. Well, that's, um, well, when you turn 39, stuff like that happens yeah, to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well. Now, does OU still play on Saturday? As far as we know. Yeah. What, what, what was it? OU football? Oh. Yeah. 3.30, so. isn't it? I believe it is. I'm going to check here right now and see what I can find. It is so confusing trying to keep up with all of this stuff. Oh, I know. Now, are we talking football or basketball? Football. Okay. Um, uh, John Rhodes is being challenged, too, with different playing times. and But... Um, you mean Jeff Bowles? Je- yes. You were close. Yes. Same team. Well, almost. Jeff Bowles is who I meant. Yes. Anyway. Yeah, football, Buffalo, uh, here at Peden Stadium, 3.30. As, as crazy as it is, let's try to remember each morning to tell it, to remind people when those games are. Okay. Because it's hard for us to keep track, and yet we have the resources. Yeah, so, men's basketball plays again next uh, against Cleveland. Well, <clears throat> we should say this because I'm sure you've seen, Don, about the – cancellations that happen just hours before the game is supposed to start. Right. So that's the, we, we say tentatively scheduled for Yeah, Friday. I've got the one football player, a good friend of mine, he's getting me tickets for the game. For the Buffalo game? Uh-huh. Uncle Don. Okay. I didn't, didn't think there was any fans permitted at MAC games. Yeah, they they let them family. Okay. It's are you saying a family of a player? Yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah, the player's family. Okay. And he's from way out west, and so he he tells me I'm his uncle Don. So. <laughs> well, I'll be his uncle for the games. Yes, sir, in a heartbeat. <laughs> there you I, go. I really do miss what we normally do in the fall and now it's approaching the winter. Um, You know, there's nothing nicer than going to the convo on a Wednesday night for a ball game. Right. Or Saturday to Peden Stadium. Um, I just, it's really... Or Tuesday night for the women. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm not being gender specific. I meant just in general. Yeah. Um... I hope we can get some of that back before too long. Oh, I know. This is, this is pitiful. <clears throat> Listen, I've got some stuff on the vaccine, so let me get out of here, okay? Okay. Y'all have a great weekend. Thank you. Thank good you, John. Bobcats. You, yes, go Bobcats. Remember now, we still have two more days before the weekend. Right. Today's Wednesday. You're starting early, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. We'll see you later. All right. Bye-bye. See you, Buffalo, yeah, 3.30. Game is televised on the CBS Sports Network. 
uh, but turn down that sound and listen to the game on the flagship station of the Ohio Bobcats, Power 105. And uh, should be a pretty good game. Buffalo, I think, is undefeated. Uh, they've got a pretty high-powered offense. So last time they came into Peden Stadium, they had the same thing, and they struggled big time. And OU pounded Buffalo. I think Buffalo was ranked at the time, too. So we'll, we'll see what happens Buffalo is still pretty good? Yeah, they are. Yeah. I mean, this was like a couple of years ago when Buffalo came in yeah. to Peden Stadium, and they were undefeated. <laughs> Excuse me. And the Bobcats uh, put one on them big time, as they say, took them out behind the old woodshed. Folks, changing topics here. Uh, the vaccine. The Center for Disease Control announces its suggested vaccine priorities. And uh, I brought in an article from the New York Times uh, which offers a timeline of when you might expect to get one. So let's, uh, let's take a little time on this, okay? Who goes first? Well, a panel of scientific advisors yesterday released its initial guidelines for who should receive the first coronavirus vaccines. And these recommendations will influence the state's policies across the country. The obvious question on many people's minds is, when can I expect to be vaccinated? While there's still a lot of uncertainty, it's possible to lay out a rough expected timeline. Um, so, in December, healthcare workers and nursing home residents will likely be the first people to receive the vaccine. Um, that's according to this panel's recommendations. How many people are we talking about there? Up to 40 million doses could be available to Americans before the end of this year. That's a combination of Pfizer's and Moderna's. And that would be enough to vaccinate the 3 million people who live in long-term care facilities. Huh. Only 3 million people live in long care facilities. That seems that seems thin to me. Yeah, a little bit low. As well as most of the country's 21 million healthcare workers. In January, keep in mind that both Pfizer and Moderna vaccines require a second dose a few weeks later to be a, to be properly administered and, and effective. So an initial batch of 40 million doses would be enough to vaccinate, vaccinate only 20 million people. By early next year, Pfizer and Moderna are likely to be able to ship about 70 million doses per month. Um, here's a fellow who's a top federal vaccine official who told the Washington Post yesterday um, about this 70 million per month. 
and went on, people will likely receive the shots at doctors' offices, hospitals, and pharmacies, as well as at specially created clinics in home in some places. Um, so an example might be you have a drive-through shot, just like we had some drive-through testing. Yep. We might have a drive-through vaccination. Okay. In February and March, the next priority groups are likely to be people over the age of 65. That's me. You're not there yet. Nope. And especially those over 75. People with medical conditions that put them at risk of death if infected in essential workers like those in education, food, transportation, and law enforcement. One exception to this second wave of vaccine, uh, recipients may be people who have already had the virus. Uh, making them immune from from it for at least some period of time. Now, if other companies, in addition to Pfizer and Moderna, receive approval for their vaccines, the total number shipped each month could reach 150 million vaccinations per month by March. Remember, I have a former daughter-in-law who's doing the Johnson and she's heading up the Johnson and Johnson uh, thing and they're close to being well that's one of the companies they're talking about okay what else here April May and June the most likely scenario is that even people who don't qualify as priority like healthy non-essential workers younger than 65 will begin receiving the vaccine by the spring. And then the vast majority of Americans could be vaccinated by early summer. Now, once that happens, life will still not immediately return to normal, partly because the vaccines are not 100% effective. There will still be risks to people. But those risks will be small compared with today's risks. Treatments continue to improve, reducing the death rate for people who get the virus. Let's see here. Well, you know, I'm I'm very encouraged. But I'm just a radio guy. Let's do our turf, okay? Let's see here. Do I have everything just right? Um, let's do it. Uh, here we go. I am EPG. And tech. Two, four, six, eight. Who do we appreciate? Oysters, oysters. Raw, raw, raw. And we're back home on the campus of Inept Tech following the Oysters bowl game up in Flushing. A loss to Flushing State in the toilet bowl, which uh, concluded... Another winless season for your team, Coach Turf. I was wondering uh, what kind of season was it? 
Well, it was a fine season. You know, you uh, put your schedule together before the season ever starts, and you kind of wonder what kind of a season you're going to have. And I do want to tell all of our fans, and uh, uh, real glad that they tuned into the program this year and followed the Oysters and kept up with all the statistics and all the plays and all the scores and all of our ball games because we did play some fine ball games this year. You know, we uh, had some real fine opponents, and our boys went out there and played some real fine ball games on offense and played some real fine ball games on defense, and, and we played some real fine ball games on special teams. So what all the fans seen uh, when everything was all over, said and done with, was some real fine ball games and a real fine season. And I know you're looking for an excellent season next year, and I know coaches always think ahead from season to season. I'm sure you're already planning in your mind what uh, what's going to happen next year. Well, that's right. You know, we got spring practice coming up in the spring. We got some real fine drills we're going to put these boys through. We got some real fine boys I think going to try out for the ball team. We got some real fine boys that's coming in on scholarships. So we're going to have some real fine boys coming back. I do want to tell all the mamas and daddies and grandmamas and granddaddies, especially for those boys what finished their careers as seniors this year, that they did have some real fine careers. But we got some real fine boys coming in, take their place, and take up where they left off and keep up our record of consistency here at Tech. And I'll be back with Coach Turf to wrap things up for this season right after we pause for this message. And this series brought to you in part by Goldsbury Wealth Strategies. Back listening with Coach Art Turf following the completion of this football season. Coach, how many players are you going to be losing off this year's team? Well, I got good news and bad news, and it's both the same news. We ain't losing nobody. We got everybody coming back that was on the ball club this year, coming back next year, and that's just some real fine boys. Some real fine boys going to be playing on offense, some real fine boys on defense and special teams, so we should have a real fine ball team next year. Well, despite the fact that you're not going to be losing anybody, I know you're always looking to recruit good players for your program here and uh, anticipating a good recruiting season? Well, we're going to have a fine recruiting season. We're going to be recruiting some fine boys. You know, we're going to be plugging up some holes that we got. We're going to be strengthening ourselves where we need strengthening, and then we're going to keep ourselves strong where we're strong, and that's where we need our fine recruiting season, and that's where we're going to have a fine season next year. Well, Coach, we're about out of time. Enjoyed talking with you on the program this year, and one final question. What kind of season are you looking for next year? Well, it should be a fine season. And I do want to point out to all of our fans, thank y'all for listening to my show, because I am predicting that next year we are going to have a winning season. We are going to pick up our first victory of the season next season, because I am predicting that we are going to have a real fine season. Did you do it? Oh, I didn't have your mic on. There, go for it. Okay. What time is it? It's time it's to time leave. It's time to go. In our 71st year of service to Southeast Ohio, AM 970 and 97.1 FM. This is CBS News on the Hour, your home for original reporting. I'm Deborah Rodriguez. We now know that help is on its way. Britain's health minister is celebrating approval of a coronavirus vaccine, the first by a Western country. Correspondent Charlie Daggett is in London. 800,000 doses of the Pfizer vaccine are currently, their words, being packed and will be shipped soon to the UK. Hospitals are going to handle the initial rollout. Mass vaccinations are scheduled to begin here early next week. The CDC believes most Americans will have to wait several more months 
months to be vaccinated. Dr. Anthony Fauci is worried about what happens between now and the new year. I think we're going to be looking at 30 or more days of a period of time of precarious risk. Almost 2,600 people died of COVID in the U.S. yesterday. That's the second highest daily death toll since the pandemic began. A lot of people are still ignoring the warnings. Case in point from CBS's Jim Crisula. More than 40 people who attended a mid-November swingers convention at a hotel in New Orleans have tested positive for coronavirus. The organizer, who now says he has deep regrets about having the event, says at least one person is seriously ill in a hospital. This just in, Boeing Max will be airborne again today. The revamped 737 is scheduled to take off for the first time since the second of two fatal crashes. It will fly from Dallas to Tulsa with reporters and cameras aboard. President Trump is channeling his anger at Twitter and Facebook, threatening to veto a bill to fund the Defense Department. White House correspondent Stephen Portnoy has the details. In a late night tweet, the president said he'd veto the defense authorization bill unless Congress caves to his demand and removes the liability protections a 1996 law grants to social media companies. Mr. Trump calls the lawsuit shield a serious threat to our national security and election integrity. He didn't mention he previously vowed to veto the defense bill because it includes a provision requiring new names for bases named in honor of Confederates. You won't find the name Ellen Page in Netflix credits anymore. Should we go to China? You know, because I hear they, they give away babies like free iPods. The streaming service now lists the Juno star as Elliot Page. He came out as trans yesterday. Netflix says Page will still play a woman in his current series, The Umbrella Academy. The Singapore Food Agency has just become the first in the world to approve meat grown in a lab. Cultured chicken is made from a U.S. startup called Eat Just. It's made from animal cells produced in a controlled environment. The company points out it's sustainable and produced ethically. This is CBS News. CBS News Radio is your home for breaking news. With our team of reporters around the country and the world, we give you the coverage you can trust. Do you think all vitamin C's are the same? They're not. Ester C is a superior form of vitamin C. It's the only vitamin C with 24-hour immune support. And it lasts up to two times longer than regular vitamin C. So don't just settle for any vitamin C. Buy Ester C and support your immune health today. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to be